Father God, we just want to thank you so much. We acknowledge the presence of God in the house. Your presence is all over. And your hand is very strong in this house among us. Lord, we pray that you will create what must be created. You will uproot what must be uprooted, plant what you must, must be planted, build what must be built, destroy what must be destroyed. And we give you the glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I'm sharing on the subject I've entitled, What Happens When Dreamers Meet? Amen. <clears throat> what happens when dreamers meet? Turn with me to Genesis uh, 37 verse 4. We'll run through. When his brother saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him. They hated him. Favor attracts hate. May I ask a question already? How many here want favor, favor, favor? Uh, or I should, have, I should have asked this question. I should have asked this question first before reading the scripture. Anyway, I'll still ask. How many of us here, how many in this congregation and those watching us around the world, how many would like me to pray for favor over your life? <laughs> You're not too excited, although your hands are up. <laughs> how do you handle favor? How do you handle favor? Because favor comes with a package. I say favor comes with a package. What, what wrong did Joseph do to be hurted? Just to be loved. How many of us here want to be loved? <laughs> just to be loved was enough favor comes with a package the brothers hated Joseph just because the father favored him and uh, God has favored this church God has favored you and is going to favor you but you must be ready for the package as well how you handle hurt how you handle jealousy how you handle accusations you just have to be ready Because God is taking you to a level that you have never been as a person, as an individual. God is taking this church to realms you have never been. And when you're expecting everybody to celebrate you, not everyone is going to celebrate you. Because favor comes with hurt. 
You will be confused. You won't understand what's happening. And you begin to say, Lord, but what have I done? Lord, I've not sinned. I've not done anything bad. I've not hurt anybody. I've not spoken ill of anyone. But they hate me. Lord, why do they hate me? I came to prepare you. They will hate you because of the favor of God. And you have to know how to handle favor and success. Success offends. Success offends. There are people with small hearts. There are people with small hearts who never get excited, edified when somebody succeeds. You have to know they are there in your family, they are there in your neighborhood, they are there in the church, they are there at the working place. I came to let you know that success offends. They hated him because of favor. Genesis 37 verse 5 to 8, Joseph's prophetic future makes his brothers hate him even the more. Genesis 37 verse 5 to 8, Joseph had a dream and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream, my heart. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright. And while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, thank God they had the gift of interpretation. Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? They had the gift of interpretation. I think it was on the family. And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Just a prophetic future of success. The man is not yet successful, but he's talking about what God has called him and what is going to be. They hated him even for the prophetic success. But look at this. Something I love so much. Genesis 40 verse 12 to 14. Joseph's attitude master key the attitude of Joseph was what I call the master key he did not allow bitterness and forgiveness to cage him from ministering even when found in depressing circumstances let's have it this is what it means now Joseph is in prison, fast forward. Joseph said to him, these three branches are three days. Gift of interpretation. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position. And you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand. Just as you used to do when you were, in, when you were his cup bearer. 
But when all goes well, I love this. But when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. Verse 15. Why should you get me out of this prison? I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews. And even here, I have done nothing to deserve being put in the dungeon. So in other words, look at Joseph his master key that even when he was forcefully taken away from the land of the Hebrews cut off from his father cut off from his brothers put in the pit, taken out sold as a, as a slave and all the experiences that Joseph went through even when now because of his holiness and his attitude towards God he refuses to compromise you know the story Potiphar's wife for being holy and righteous is taken into prison if I were a Joseph I would go into depression but Joseph regardless of what had happened in his life he chooses to be ministering in prison Unforgiveness could have caged him. Bitterness could have caged him. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to many people right in the house and around the world who are watching and listening to this word. I'm talking to men and women who have been caged by unforgiveness. Who have been caged by bitterness. Because of the things they have gone through in life, they are no longer ministering the way they were ministering. They have stopped serving God. You can see Joseph even when he was ministering and he chooses to interpret the dream of the fellow prisoners. I'm saying and I'm sharing what happens when dreamers meet. They have dreams and he has got a dream of his own. And he doesn't even know when his dream will be fulfilled. And he's actually in pain. And he knows he has experienced a lot of injustice in his life. And many of you and many of us would have chosen to lock ourselves in our rooms. And to be crying every morning, every afternoon and every evening. But he chose to minister to the fellow prisoners master key where are you right now could it be that you have had some experiences that have locked you that you are not yourself you are not what God called you to be could it be that you have limited the Holy One of Israel because of the painful experiences that you have gone through or you are going through? Because the reason why the devil allows pain, the reason why the devil allows you to go through pain and he attacks you is to rob your joy. It's to get you depressed and oppressed. It's to get you stop serving God. But regardless of all the injustices that Joseph went through, his heart was guarded. His heart was guarded.
And I want to ask you this question this morning. How is your heart? We have had a great conference. And we are coming out from this place with a great grace and tremendous grace, tremendous anointing. And we are full of the word of God and the zeal of the Holy Spirit. But I want to ask you the question, how is your heart? How is your heart? Joseph's working on the dreams of fellow prisoners. Mind you, you are talking of a man that has already told his dreams. And instead of working on his own dreams, bringing them to pass, he has forgotten and he doesn't even know how his dreams will come to pass. But he's busy interpreting the dream of others and he says three days from now you will be out of where we are today. He is not talking about his dream. You will not hear Joseph talk his dream to Potiphar. And neither did you ever hear Joseph talk about his dream to the fellow prisoners. But he's busy interpreting. Joseph's interpretation of dreams of the fellow prisoners was a rehearsal of his ultimate interpretation that he was going to make to Pharaoh. So he is working in prison. He is not waiting for a bigger platform. I know some of you, you are waiting for a bigger platform. Where the whole world will see you. Where the whole world will celebrate you. You are waiting for a bigger platform where you will turn and become a celebrity. But Joseph knows that you have to be faithful wherever God has planted you. You have to minister as though you will never minister again. Oh, who those who are faithful in the little, God shall make them faithful over much. Ladies and gentlemen, the workings of God are completely different. The Lord and his worries. He does not work the way the world works. Look at Joseph and look at God. As far as God is concerned, it is the prison platform which was the greatest in the spiritual realm. That was a powerful platform that you could only see with the eyes of the spirit. Because if you had understood what God God was doing behind the scene. How God was orchestrating everything. You have not understood your life from the beginning to the end. You do not know why things are happening in your life except to say all things work together for good to those who love and are called according to his own papers. I do not know the things you are going through now. Painful. Embarrassing. Humiliating. But I came to tell you. All things work together for 
good. That's why Joseph comes out eventually. He says, you meant it for evil. You meant it for bad. You meant to destroy me. But God meant it for good. I came to tell you this morning, there is a God factor. Even when things are bad are evil, do not give up. There is a God there is a God in your life. When God steps in, everything begins to change. Don't wait for a bigger platform. Serve God right where you are. Serve God in that branch, in that branch with all your heart. Serve God in that cell meeting with all your heart. Serve God with those children with all your heart. Serve God faithfully, put in the best. Put in the best. Put in the best. Put in the best. Joseph's interpretation of dreams of the prisoners was just a rehearsal of his ultimate interpretation, which was coming. Joseph's ministry in prison broke the cage. It broke the cage. I say your cage is breaking. The devil is a liar. You are just unstoppable. There is nothing the devil that will do to stop you and to stop the rivers of the Holy Spirit from flowing through you. I came to say you are unstoppable and the Lord is breaking the cage. Tell your neighbor the cage is breaking. Look at this. Genesis 41 verse 15. I love this. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I have heard. I have heard. I do not know. I have heard. Who taught Pharaoh? Who taught Pharaoh that Joseph can interpret the dream? Come on, talk to me. Shout it. I know you know it. Just shout it. Who taught Pharaoh? The cupbearer. Where was the cupbearer? What would have happened if Joseph was bitter in prison? What would have happened if Joseph had chosen the spirit of depression? What would have happened if Joseph had chosen to sit like everybody sits and cry? And be depressed. And say, I'm not going to save you, God. What evil did I do to my brothers? In fact, I carried bread. I carried food to take it to my brothers. What evil, what sin did I commit? 
Self-justification and self-righteousness brings you into oppression and depression. Oh Lord, why, why, why me? Oh Lord, your word says I should live a holy life in obeying you and living a holy life and you send me to prison, you allow it and you know it is unjust. I'm not going to save you. Just take me away. It's better I die. How many of you have said it's better I die? Because of the things you are going through. How many have become suicidal? It was very, very, very sad. One of the great men of God in Zimbabwe fell off from a tall building, decided to commit suicide. A great man who led many people to Jesus, a friend, the wife, a friend to my wife, my wife was so devastated. We are so devastated because this couple had visited us home. And we in Zimbabwe, Harare, we were ministering at faith. They came to see us and we were planning to invite this couple to come and minister for us. And a great man at the, at the peak of his ministry is he, gone in a death that shook the whole nation. I know what I'm talking about. Some of the things that you go through, some of the things we go through, we can be smiling outside, we can be jumping, we can be prophesying, but you know the pain that you are carrying. You know the depression and you have failed and refused to share to somebody else. The tragedy is that you believers, you, you have people where you can take your problems. You can take them to the pastors. But the pastors and the bishops sometimes don't know where to take their problems. But thank God for Joseph. He knew although he had no neighbor, he had no brother, he had no pastor. There was a great God. He had a relationship with God. Hallelujah. I came to tell you, get out of that depression. Get out of that depression. Get out from those suicidal thoughts. Get out. I came to tell you, forgive all those who have hurt you. Forgive all those who have abused you. Forgive all those who have mistreated you. Forgiveness does not mean justifying those who did evil. When time comes for God to visit them, he will visit them and they will harvest and they will pay for what they did. But your responsibility is forgive. I said forgive. Forgive your husband, forgive your wife, forgive your parents, forgive your children, forgive your bosses. Like, like, like I believe Joseph had forgiven Potiphar and he had forgiven his brothers because unforgiveness brings you into a place of depression and it cuts short your ministry. I know some of you are saying, Pastor, 
You don't know what you're talking about. It's so painful for me. If only you had known my pain, you wouldn't be speaking the way you are speaking. You haven't gone through the things I've gone through. Sure, it's true. I may not have gone through the things you have gone through. But I've got a message. Every man of God, every woman of God, every child of God has his own cup to drink. I may not drink your cup. I have my own cup. You have your own cup. That's why the mother of Zebedee uh, comes to Jesus, granted that one who sit on my left, one who sit on my right, Jesus says, are you ready to drink of my cup? Every child has a cup. Every woman, every man. That's why Paul says, I prayed three times, take this stone out of me. And the Lord said, no. Whenever he prayed for the dead, the dead came to life. The blind saw, their eyes opened, the lame walked, but he's praying for his situation. Take this stone. The Lord says, no, my grace, my grace, my grace, my grace, my grace, my grace, my grace is sufficient for you. I came to tell you the grace of God is sufficient for you. The God of all grace, there is no situation that has no grace from God I came to tell you you are overcoming you are overcoming you are coming through that trial you are coming through that storm there is no storm that lasts forever and that's why God says when you go through it does not say when you stay in <laughs> hallelujah Hallelujah. When you go through, it doesn't say when you stay in. Tell your neighbor you are going through. Tell your neighbor you are not staying. Tell your neighbor it shall not last forever. Uh, you are coming out. I have got some good news for you. You are coming out. Sit up. You are coming out. I say you are coming out. I say you are coming out. I don't know how many years you have been in it, but you are coming out. It might have been 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, but you are coming out. Break the cage. How do you break the courage? Number one, forgiveness. How do you break the courage? Releasing bitterness. How do you break the courage? Start saving God. Those who had quit. Those who had given up. I have heard. Give me that scripture again. 41, 15. Genesis 41, verse 15. I had a dream, and no one can interpret it. But I've heard it said of you. Somebody said it. Somebody experienced it. This Capera experienced it. He experienced it. 
Thank God. What looked to be insignificant platform. Prison was the major platform in the spiritual realm. And when you read scripture, who went in prison first? It was not Kabera. It was Joseph who was thrown into prison first. And God said, I'm going to send somebody who is going to get you out. Who is going to connect. And the other person was not sent as a police officer. He was sent as a fellow prisoner. The ways of God. The workings of God. You may be seeing the devil, but I am seeing God. See God! See God in your situation. The devil can never win over your life. Joseph's ministry in prison broke the cage. Now look at this. Genesis 41, 37 to 39. What happens when dreamers meet? Genesis 41, verse 37 to 39. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh. Fast forward. Because Joseph has already interpreted the dream. And to all his officials. Let's move on. So Pharaoh asked them. Can we find. Anyone like this man. One in whom is the spirit of God. He's asking the whole cabinet. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph. Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. Within one hour, Pharaoh has come to very great conclusions. Then Pharaoh said to, let's move on. Let's move on. You shall be in charge of my palace. Wow. Come on, everybody say, Wow. Say wow. And all my people and to submit to your orders only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. Now listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. What happens when the dreamers meet? Joseph's dream was locked in Pharaoh's dream. Hallelujah. I came to tell you this morning, your dream is locked to Bishop Musa Sono's dream. What happens when the dreamers meet? Joseph's dream was locked in Pharaoh's dream. Pharaoh needed Joseph and Joseph needed Pharaoh. What happens when the dreamers meet? 
Joseph unlocked the dream of Pharaoh. And when he unlocked the dream of Pharaoh, Pharaoh unlocked the dream of Joseph and provided a platform for Joseph. Hello, hello, hello. And I want to ask you the question, who needed who? But Pharaoh was a heathen king. Pharaoh was a politician who never knew God, who worshipped idols. But the dream of Joseph was locked. Not until Pharaoh had a dream, the dream of Joseph would not be fulfilled. Somebody must dream a dream. I said, somebody must dream a dream. You are way Joseph. Oh my goodness. Do you know why that guy, the cup bearer, could not remember Joseph? Because Pharaoh had not yet dreamt a dream. It was going to be premature. I want to let you know, Joseph was not late. He was in time. You are not late. You are in time. The devil is a liar. God is in control. Somebody this morning, somebody tonight will dream a dream. Oh, I say somebody before the end of this year at your workplace will dream a dream. Uh, somebody in your family will dream a dream because your season has come and the cup bearer say, I forgot him. No, it was by divine appointment. And I came to tell you, your Kairos is coming. Your Kairos is now. Sit down. So how do you get your dream fulfilled? It is not by working on your dream. It is by working on your fellow brothers and sisters dreams. Work on your sister's dream. The world tells you, if you want your vision to be fulfilled, do all you can. Work on your vision. But the kingdom of God, it's a kingdom of paradox. If you want to live, die. If you want to receive, give. If you want to be a leader, be a servant of all. Hello? Hello? Are you in the house? Are you in the house? Are you in the house? If you want your vision to be fulfilled, work on the vision of your pastor. That's how it works. How many people have jumped out prematurely and have started their own ministry? Give them five years, seven years, ten years, and I'll show you where they are. God is in total control over your life. There is no delay. 
with God. There is no delay. What happens when the dreamers meet? Pharaoh definitely beyond any reasonable doubt needed Joseph. And Joseph definitely beyond any reasonable doubt needed Pharaoh. Until Pharaoh dreams a dream, Joseph is irrelevant. So it's not just about working on the dream of your leader, but work on the dream of your colleagues. He worked on the dream of the prisoners. The cabbera left him there. What do you do? The people you minister to, they are elevated. And you who ministered, you, you remain on the same level. I helped this man. How many have said that? <laughs> How many have said that? I helped this woman. Although he cannot remember me. He has all the political connections. He has all the governmental connections. But I helped him. It's me who was giving him money to go to university. He has forgotten me. He may have forgotten you, but God has not forgotten. He may have forgotten you. She may have forgotten you, but God is in charge. God only comes at the right time. If I were Jesus, I would have rushed when I was told, when he was told, Lazarus is sick. It is easier to heal the sick than raise the dead. Oh yes. Am I right? Easier. So I would have rushed. But then Jesus stayed delayed two more days. The Bible says. And meanwhile he has said the sickness is not unto death but unto the glory of God. Do you know why? Because the same Jesus says the son can only do what he sees his father doing. As the father raises the dead so the son also raises the dead. So Jesus did not see the father healing Lazarus. He saw the father raising Lazarus. So why go and heal the one the father is raising? God is never late. And there is no impossible situation. The more complicated your situation is, it simply means God wants much glory out of your situation. Pharaoh needed Joseph. And Joseph needed Pharaoh. Pharaoh's dream unlocked Joseph's destiny and provided a platform. Joseph interpreted the dream, but Pharaoh created a platform for Joseph. Joseph's dream was unlocked 
Joseph's dream also unlocked his father's dream, Jacob. So a son had to dream. And uh, uh, Joseph's dream eventually, because it is in Egypt that Jacob and the children of Jacob, Israel, became a nation. Because of Joseph. It is in Egypt that Israel became a nation. Dream a dream that will accommodate other dreamers. Don't dream a small dream. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor. Dream a dream that will accommodate other dreamers. So in other words, you are not supposed to be intimidated by people with dreams. Some pastor's hearts are too small. When a young man is coming up, a young girl is coming up and speaks a dream like Joseph spoke a dream, they are intimidated. But I want to thank God for my brother, Bishop Musa Sono and his wife, Gaga, who have been here for, I don't know, 36 years ministering. Oh, look at their hearts. Look at how big their dream is. They can accommodate any dreamer. Tell your neighbor you are welcome. Say, you are welcome in this church. Say, our dream is big. Say, our father's dream is big. Our mother's heart is big. Dream a dream that will accommodate other dreamers. Do not be intimidated. That's why, that's why I love what John the Baptist says. When they talk about John the Baptist, they say to him, the one, the one you promoted. The one you endorsed, Jesus, the one you baptized, is closing our ministry. Everybody's following him. All the big givers are following him. All the tithers are following him. Do something about it. Our ministry is finished. John the Baptist said, a man can only have what God has given him. In other words, what God has given you, there is no devil, there is no demon, there is no enemy, there is no friend that can take away what God has given you. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, relax. Because God knew you. Should I tell you why you need to relax? Should I tell you why you need to relax? Number one, God knew you before you were born. He called you before you were born. Therefore, relax. Number two, why you need to relax? Because promotion does not come from the worst. It does not come from the east. It comes from above. Number three, God knows your address. When your time comes, he will locate you. He will find you. Just the way he found David in the bush. When your time comes, God will locate you. The anointing of God will follow you and overtake you. Should I tell you why you need to relax? Because God fights your battles. He fights your battles. He fights your battles. There is no witch sangoma that shall excel or prevail over your life. Tell your neighbor, relax. 
Therefore, no one can get your husband. Nobody can get your wife. The man God has appointed for you will come. Relax. There is a kairos. There is an appointed time. Let nobody push you before your time. Ladies and gentlemen, the very son who was rebuked by the father. Do you mean your mom and dad will come and bow before you? He was only telling a dream. Dream a dream! That will accommodate other dreamers. Dream a dream that will give hope and the future to others. Dream a dream that will create employment to South Africa. Dream a dream until you work on other people's dreams, will your dream come to pass? Don't be preoccupied and possessed on working on your own dream. Work on your leader's dream. Work on your leader's vision. Even as we are talking about the unfolding vision, where are you fitting in? Where are you fitting in? It's not enough to come here to be excited. It's wonderful we shall, when we come here, we are blessed, yes. We are excited, it's part of the package. But that's not all. How do you fit in? I love what God says as I close. As what God says to Moses. I've chosen Bezalel to help you. I've chosen Bezalel. And look at what I've done to Bezalel. I have filled him with the spirit of God. That's God talking about himself. He's not saying I've filled him with my spirit. He's saying I have filled him with the spirit of God. And I've filled him with skill. And I've given him ability. And I've given him knowledge. Four things. So in other words. Thank you media people. You're doing an excellent job. Let's put our hands together for them. And I have filled him with the spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills. A leader doesn't need to have all the skills. He doesn't need. Don't condemn me because I'm not computer literate. Don't condemn me because I do not have the financial skills. The administrative skills. So he calls Moses and he gives him Bezalel. And he gives him Ohariab to help Bezalel. And he gives him all these things so as to support the visionary. Many of you, your companies are excelling everywhere. And even those businesses you are working for. Because you have taken your skills and your abilities and your knowledge. But when you come to church, you just come with your bodies. You don't bring your skills. Bring your skills to the house of God. When all of us bring our skills to build a 
and for the unfolding vision, this ministry will go to another level. All what we need is within this church. Men and women who are experts in finances are here. Men and women who are experts in strategic management, they are here. Men and women who are experts in a project proposal writing them, they are here. Men and women talk of the talents and the skills. But my question is, I know you tithe, but what has your skill done to this church? We have read scripture. And yet when the ministry, when the tabernacle is fully built and finished, the Bible says, and so Moses finished the work. It does not say Israel finished the work. And Moses finished the work. Hallelujah. Because Moses was taught according to Exodus 25 verse 9, build exactly according to the pattern that I'll show you. But God knows this man does not have all the skills. Therefore he brings all those who are, when he brings them he fills them with the Holy Ghost, gives them knowledge, gives them ability, gives them skills. And he says, go and help the man fulfill my vision, my word over his life. Do you just come to church to be blessed? Why should all those big companies sailing? They are shining because of your skill. But when you come to the house of God, you have closed it up. Let's take this ministry to the next level. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, neighbor. We are taking this ministry to the next level. Shout to your neighbor, the other neighbor, neighbor. You are taking this ministry with your skill, with your ability, with your talent, with your knowledge to the next level. Tell the other neighbor, neighbor, every dreamer is welcome in this church.